You're listening to Moto the Podcast, a podcast about life, music, culture, entertainment, and pretty much everything, led by two recent law graduates, Mahini and Toby. Moto. That's why it's called Moto. Hello and welcome back to episode three of Moto. Toby's already giggling. I've not even started yet. He's already <laughs> doesn't know what I'm gonna say. Alright, say hello then. Hello, I feel even more welcome than last week. That's good. That's good that you've got that rapport going with our listeners. <laughs> you know, I feel like we've spent so much time talking about how welcome I feel. I'm now starting to question how welcome I feel. You are. You're welcome. Everyone's welcome. The listeners are welcome. It's a beautiful day, so take us on a walk with you and get ready. Buckle up for a for an episode you won't forget. Yeah, I want to be like that in that movie Her where that guy starts dating like an iOS. I want to be I want to be the iOS. Like take us with you. Enjoy. We know because we do we want to be out there in the sun and I feel like we'll know if you take us with with you we'll know (laughs) yeah maybe we'll get a notification every time someone goes on a walk playing moto yeah we'll check the viewing stats and I'll get a warm feeling and you know you might think it's because we're getting listeners but I think it'll be the good weather I think we'll know for those of you who are new to moto welcome for our long-standing and honourable listeners that check in with us every week welcome back welcome back goes without saying but we're gonna say anyway because you know you really are welcome so as always we oh sorry i just headbutted the mic quite viciously um (laughs) we always like to catch up on what we discussed last week yes what did we talk about last week if i recall it was about the law of attraction and manifestation indeed we did indeed we did and we tried to as we always do sort of debunk it so episode one we had a netflix conspiracy that we tried to debunk episode two it was the law of attraction i don't think we set out to do a conspiracy podcast but you know maybe 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 it's our calling we can't ignore it but As promised, we do have some updates for you because we asked the listeners to try and manifest certain things. Oh. And yeah, I don't know if you've got any updates, Toby. We'll start with your end. Um, So for me, it was more, I I was thinking, I had a couple of things that resonated with me. Things you said, actually, Mahini. I think one of the the standout headline points for me was you said, (laughs) if you're sad, then bad things will come. And if you're happy, good things will come. That very much goes to the heart of the manifestation philosophy. Yeah. And I was just discussing this with a few people and just kind of getting their thoughts. And someone told me, it was my friend's mum actually, was saying that she is somewhat loosely related. She's she's realised that how she feels on a given day is actually influenced by the music she listens to on the way to work. Not actually, And she used to think it was the other way around. She used to think that she always listened to sad music on the way to work when she was having a bad day and feeling sad. But actually, she's she's caught on that if she's listening to uh, Evanescence on the way to work, then she's going to have a bad day. But if she's listening to, like, ELO, <laughs> then, you know, she's in for a good one and now knows how to start the day right. And I just thought that was quite interesting because... Yeah, I take full credit. <laughs> <laughs> just reminds me of that general, uh, you know, idea that if, if, if something's boring you or it's not as interesting, then switching up can make it can be all you need, especially like running, for example. I just completed the Couch to 5K recently. And uh, yeah, Joe Wiley is, says that if you're feeling bored or you're feeling a slump, change your route. And I don't know. Interesting. See, I didn't really set out to change lives when we started this podcast, but clearly that is what's happening. Um, Also, I don't know if this makes me like a crazy person to have had this thought, but we could literally change this woman's whole day by hacking into her car and playing whatever we wanted and just forcing her to have a bad day if we wanted to. Yeah, Alexa, play ELO. Had a bad day. I wonder. You know that song? Yeah, it's not ELO. (laughs) I don't know who ELO is. I just kept like nodding. Smile and wave, boys. Smile and wave. (laughs) Um, I had one other thing as well. This is a a bit of a tangent, but... 
it also occurred to me, you know, I was saying about how I was experiencing that phenomenon where I think I see someone and then it's not actually them. And then I do see that person yeah. moments later. Well, I was also given a bit of a talking to. I was told actually I'm not very good at recognising people generally. I actually think... Ooh. I, I always thought I'm very good at recognising people, but it turns out I yeah. also recognise people that aren't really there. Uh, and I often think that people... You mean you have imaginary friends? Pretty much, pretty much. I mean, I see... Or maybe I'm just, I just don't find people very interesting. So I imagine other people. Instead of them. There's like a hologram in front of them. And that's the person I'm addressing. But yeah, I just realised that I think people look like celebrities that they don't really look like. So I think I see everyone with this. We were talking about those rose tinted glasses that I literally have. But also metaphorically, I think I see people as more exotic than they are. An example is my uh, my postman. I thought I've always thought he looks like uh, David Beckham, but my mum like scoffed when I told her that because she was like, "There's just there's no resemblance." I also thought the friend's dad looked like um, Peter Andre, and again, no, no one seems to agree with me. I mean, you do get the odd face here and there that does remind you of a celebrity. This happened to me actually. A friend, well, she wasn't a celebrity, but a friend of mine sent a picture of this girl. And was like, oh my God, Mahini, you look exactly like this girl. And she sent the message before she sent the picture. So I got a bit gassed. I was like, oh, okay, who's this? Gorgeous Chica. And not obviously everyone's beautiful in their own way, like inner beauty, whatever. She was not attractive at all. And I felt like it was the biggest <laughs> slap in the face. <laughs> uh, she was like, it's uncanny. And I was like, wow. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. That's what they say. But I think just vision generally is in the eye of the beholder. What beauty is in the eye of those who are able sighted? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah you might think someone's good looking and then you pop your glasses on and you're like oh oh and you have to try not to make a noise yeah we've all, we've all <laughs> oh. experienced that disappointment that just takes over <laughs> as someone who wears glasses i can honestly speak to that i'll be looking like on my lockdown walk i'll be looking on the other side of the pavement to see if there are any peaches walking around and the closer they get i'm like getting more excited and then i'm like oh <laughs> never mind <laughs> so yeah this 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 discussion of lookalikes we were actually i was talking to with um uh, like my friend my flatmate and um my girlfriend and they were saying that about this idea that apparently everyone's got seven doppelgangers or seven lookalikes and i've heard this they were talking about Kate, katie perry how apparently all seven have been located or something i mean katie perry looks like so many zoe deschanel that's the only one i could think of no for me as well there's more though i was gonna say that i was hoping you'd say one you know <laughs> someone else so it would sound like you know like when you're in class and you think oh, i'll go first because i've only prepped yeah. for one question and then it will look like i know everything like oh yeah i could have done the other questions but i don't want to be here <laughs> i can't think of the others names but everyone knows who we're talking about it's that brunette blue-eyed looks like katie perry kind of girl yeah so i actually have an update on the laws of attraction thing Sure, go for it. It was one of our listeners. Enlighten me. I will. I always do. So one of our listeners got in touch and I have to keep her anonymous. I'm sorry for that, but you'll come to realise why. So she did what I asked and she sort of focused on one person just as she was going to bed who happened to be her ex-boyfriend. And the very next day, so it's not actually her ex who got in touch with her, but her ex's sister requested to follow her on Instagram. That's quite spooky. That is, because it's almost weirder. Yeah. Because why? <laughs> and also, she was like fuming because she said she already followed me. So she must have unrequested or unfollowed and then re-requested. Which is just, there's a lot to be said in that in that little interaction. It is scary because even if you think, oh, it's not like a metaphysical thing. Like there is 
sort of very early kind of scientific advancements where people are starting like scientists are starting to read your thoughts based on like wave patterns oh you can think something which obviously to you is in whatever language you speak and scientists have like demonstrably taken those like wave patterns the electronic pulses and put it into like text that is matches what you are saying um it's all quite weird it's all very like sort of on the cusp but you know oh that makes me scared (laughs) i don't want my thoughts to be read (laughs) they're so weird so be careful be careful what you think about because you never know they might literally come back to bite you oh yeah um given life (laughs) so yeah we so last week we did we set out to debunk the laws of attraction i don't know if we've done that but yeah make of it as what's the word make of it as you will make of that as you wish 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 and it will come to you very loosely related there you go. But, yeah. the last update that we have so i introduced the world really to my brother's darren personality i don't know if you remember that too <laughs> oh yeah i think it's taken life yeah i think a lot of people related because they too suffer from durham personality um that's what we're gonna call it let's say let's go channel they channel it they don't they're not suffering they're channeling the durham personality <laughs> um much love to everyone from durham by the way so i had another occasion where so his name's Nikhil my brother's name is Nikhil and Durham came back this week pray tell <laughs> so um you know how the clocks went back or no they went forward yeah. they came forward <laughs> they went and forward yeah he has been getting up super early goes on runs in the morning really can't relate to that like really can't but he came into the living room and he was like guys right so if we want to wake up at the same time that we woke up yesterday today we must go to sleep now and wake up tomorrow at nine for an 8 a.m start and it was just so durham <laughs> i feel like you really misrepresent your brother i've met him and he's actually really down to earth but yeah i can equally imagine this flair, this uh he is down to earth but I, I know i do have sort of an exaggerative bone in my body but i hand on heart did not exaggerate this one speaking of you know you know people say they remember where they were where everyone remembers where they were when something happened where were you i'm wondering where were you with this when the clocks went forward because i know i went to bed really late as a result and it always takes me by surprise and also i had a realization that i was in exactly the same position that i was in that sounds weird <laughs> toby man keep it clean <laughs> um what position was this I was sat. Well, it's in the same living room. Okay. Which it, which until you know, I've just moved. I've just um, moved house as well. So it was just, it was kind of chance that I'd be sat in the same living room that I was in. But also, is this because of lockdown? Because we kind of all have been in the same position for about a year now. So yeah, quite possibly. But I choose to. <laughs> you choose, choose to, to read it. into it. I don't know. Fate. I don't know when I where I was because I don't actually know when the clocks went back. I must have been asleep. I didn't pay attention to it. But um, let us know, listeners. Where were you when the clocks went forward? Well, we'll pick that up again next next week, won't we? Is this our debunking of the week? Yeah, I mean, what is there to debunk? What happens to that time, the lost hour? Time is a social construct, though, says Durham. <laughs> so the main topic, I think we're, we're wrapped up in terms of catch-ups. Is everybody ready for the main topic of this week? I'm so ready. <laughs> it makes me laugh whenever we address people in in terms of like more than one so I'm like is everybody ready and I'm literally just talking to you um are you ready yes (laughs) again were you waiting for someone else to answer or no so we're talking about feeling old because I recently turned 23 it's not that old but I'm starting to feel it I don't know like Toby's a bit younger so maybe he hasn't felt this yet tell me 
fresh blood. Yeah. How does it feel on the other side? Uh, I don't know. I know what you mean. I, I do feel... What I will say about age is I feel those ages that once seemed so far away, like milestones, like 18, mm. turning 18, the people I knew, I don't know, all the way up until I was like 17, the people that I knew that were 18 at the time were so much older. They seemed like adults. They seemed like how I now see 40-year-olds. And so I've got to like, well, I'm 22, you're 23. I'm going to be soon be turning 23. And it seemed, I feel so much younger than the people, than what I would think of a 23-year-old being. Yeah, I agree. And so even little things, like I got in the car the other day and someone had moved the chair slightly lower than I was used to. And I was like, oh, ah, like my back was like... <laughs> Creaking. <laughs> yeah. And it just, oh... That's what I used to see my mum doing when I was like a little girl and she'd be like, oh, ah, and like, what is the old people doing? Why am I doing that? Yeah, I've always wondered, is there is there a point when you just start creaking when it all just happens in one? Now! It's now, is it? 23. Well, I was quite looking forward to turning 23. Say goodbye to the last year. but It's just so weird because when I came home from uni, so obviously lived away from home, felt like such an adult, and then you come back, you still feel old, but your parents treat you like a child. <laughs> it's just hard to link together. Yeah, irresponsible. You know, speaking of age, one of my... Uh, uh, one of my friends, she's she's said that she's um, decided she's going to tell people that she's a year younger than she is. Like she's going to manifest it that she is. She's I think she's twenty three. She might stone me for saying this, or she might just <laughs> deny it. Um, so she's actually twenty three, but she's telling everyone she's twenty two because you know, she sort of sees that like a reclamation of the year that we have just missed. I a lot of people have been saying this, but I you know what I'm just going to embrace embrace the creeks and just go with twenty three. <laughs> maybe i'll maybe i'll do 23 twice though if i feel weird next year yeah but um so yeah i when i came back from uni i started to let my mum help with the laundry don't know if anyone else did doesn't don't know if this makes me sound like a baby that didn't seem like a big deal until so she was (laughs) she was folding laundry in the living room in front of everyone she's gonna get so mad that i'm saying this but she like lifted up one of my uh delicate items so to speak and she went how the heck do you wear this but she said it like in front of everyone and that's kind of when I realized I was like no I'm 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 old now I can't have too old yeah too old to have mum yeah that was the moment you realized that's where were you when you realized you were too old to wear lingerie (laughs) (laughs) no I didn't think I was too old to be wearing I thought I was too old to have my mum lift it up in front of the whole family and ask me how I wore it <laughs> like for me that was the point that I was like oh wow that was the day you became an adult what what <laughs> it's not the it's not the day I became a woman it's the day that I realized that I was old put it that way <laughs> what was your day my day my day mm. or have you not have you not come to adulthood yet I don't know I don't I don't know. I could put my finger on it. I, I, I always feel as young as I've been for the last 10 years. You know, I feel like I've got more life experience and I feel responsibility. I bear more responsibility, but and I'm more equipped to take it. But, you know, I still feel quite reliant on other people. Other adults. Yeah, I don't think adulthood means that you have to not rely on anyone anymore. I think it just means that people rely on you more. Do you think that if we hadn't gone into graduated into lockdown we would have had the same crisis do you think the crisis would have been different because you know a big big sort of uh, motivation for starting this podcast is is trying to sort of deal and 
help others through that graduation slump. So we obviously anticipated it, but yeah, I mean, I can't. It's something I was always wary of because obviously university is so much fun and you have so much freedom and living away from home you can do whatever you want no one picks up your underwear for one like so I definitely preempted that and I thought that I was going to hate coming home not that I have like a bad fam my family's honestly the best but you know what I mean yeah actually it just comes to me I'm thinking that the day that I oh <laughs> I day I realized I was old Again, not old inside, but outwardly I'm being seen. Society regards <laughs> me as old as well. I was, I was shopping with my brother and my mum, I think. And my brother noticed that because I had this like wax jacket. It's very like a farmer's jacket, which I love. I love the whole farmer's look. I've got my life. Is this um, like, what What do you mean wax? Sorry, I'm not very up to date with. It's, it's a certain, it's a, it's a particular type of jacket. It's like, it's um quite thick. It, it's wax, so it means it's waterproof. It's got like a, L oh. you'd reckon, I'll send you a picture later. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, it's a very acquired taste. And I was wearing this and brother pointed out that I was walking. He was like, you're so old. You're walking with your hands behind your like behind your back. You know how oh, old people do. That is like, old. <laughs> and, you know, I've been I've been reading the paper and eating gherkins for a while now. So I think that was just maybe you maybe you were just one of those that were born old. If you've been eating gherkins for a considerable amount of time, just came out 54. But I think I do think that was a bit of a moment. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm curious to see where, where that goes next. <laughs> Just it's all downhill from here, basically. That reminds me this. Um, so I did Spanish in my fourth year at Warwick. Hola, como estas? Bien, thank you. <laughs> yeah. And our teacher was telling us about her grandma and her, gra not her grandma, her great aunt. So her great aunt had never married. And she basically for her whole life wanted to be called Senorita and what toby i'm just laughing she's senorita but basically she wanted to be called senorita and after you get past a certain age in like hispanic culture you are meant to be called senora but she was like no i'm not i'm not married so i don't want to be called senora and then on the streets people would literally be like oh hola senora and she would scream at them and like hit them and be like no soy senorita <laughs> and get so angry at like the age of 90 and i kind of respect that to be fair that's really interesting because i don't think we have a like a cultural equivalent um for like a, a, a what would you call that a, a nickname that that de designates your age or age category you kind of do because we have miss or lady or like girl no it's girl and lady like when i was younger people would be like oh say hello to the girl or and now it's like say hello to the lady yeah i suppose but then i think i think I don't think you'd be called a girl when you're. I, I think I think the bar's probably lower from when you be, you know you, you a boy becomes a man, a girl becomes lady. Or <laughs> do you want to do you want to shed some light on when exactly that is, Toby? <laughs> Prepubescent slash. I don't know. I just feel like working in a pharmacy. If someone came, if someone came in and uh, uh, I don't know, and they were. I know it's, it's intuitive. I, I I couldn't can't put a label on it, but I just I think senor senorita. <laughs> I mean, I'm not cultured in that sense at all, but I just imagine it's a like if she's saying she wants to hold on. Like, what I'm saying is I don't think that it's seen as a bad thing when you start being called like you know a, a lady or um, a woman. Yeah, for sure. It's kind of like how when we were in school and we tried to buy alcohol and people asked for our IDs, we would kind of be nervous, but we'd know like we have our IDs, we're 18, we can show it. But 
if I got ID'd now, I think I'd still be okay with it. Maybe I'd be like, oh, I'm clearly old enough. Just give it to me. But if I'm like 50 and I get ID'd, I'm going to be gassed. I'm going to be over the moon. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting you say that, actually, because I realised for the first time the other day that I it's been like three occasions in a row where I haven't been asked for ID. What? And bearing in mind they're meant to look for over 25. I mean, I'm what well, about to turn 23. Like, I'm way over the age limit. But in terms of them identifying you... I would take that as a win. I generally do get ID'd. Uh, it depends. If I'm, like, dressed up and I have makeup on, I won't get ID'd. But if I am, like, in a big jumper and just clutching a bottle of wine looking quite sad they'll be like um can we see your id please and are you okay there we go this this i think this invites a, a new challenge for our listeners I th- ah id challenge send listeners should go out they should take different like well they should yeah tell us what you're wearing <laughs> oh not in a weird way tell us you know what, whether you got id'd try and buy some alcohol assuming you're over the limit if you're over the limit don't drive do not encourage that kind of behavior not over the limit over the age limit um i don't know if you saw this but i read in the news recently during lockdown people so young people under the age i don't know if i should be saying this because i'm sort of giving ideas to people who shouldn't be buying alcohol i'm gonna say it anyway sorry if Sorry to any parents that get annoyed with this, but lots of people have been dressing up as their mums and like taking their mum's IDs or dads because their parents are all at home. So they can just like grab their ID, put their parents' clothes on. And I saw this picture of a girl. Oh, what was it? No, it's because they have the masks on as well. So they're dressed up in full parent gear and get up, but then they have the mask covering half their face and then they're like, ID please. And they're like, yeah, yeah, no worries. <laughs> but really any competent like um sales assistant should ask you to remove your mask temporarily shouldn't they i've seen that i've seen them say like can you just pull your mask down they see your face yeah have they i think the co-op are quite oh. good at it but then you you do say competent like who not a lot of people working in co-op like if it's a student working part-time do they care <laughs> enough to be like show me your face no and it is it's hard i think even even when it's part of your job even when you've got that like a role and you can sort of say it's you know the law it's just not yeah. me it's the law i think it's still very difficult to enforce <laughs> <laughs> i am the law i had such an awkward experience in co-op i so obviously i wear glasses have the mask on anyone with glasses knows how annoying it is because the condensation just builds up and i couldn't see because it was so foggy and i was looking for sanitary products and i just kept walking up and down the aisles and i just couldn't find anything and this really like quite old guy that worked there could see that i had no idea where whatever it was i was looking for was and he from a social distance kind of like called to me and he was like what are you looking for and he was quite far away and i was so embarrassed i didn't want to yell like oh sanitary products <laughs> so i sort of whispered it and i was like sanitary products." did he hand you the microphone and say i can't hear you love speak say into the like the pa no and then i finally <laughs> said it and he kind of went pink and he was like right yes if you follow me please and I thought he would just point me in the direction but he like led me there and he showed me the different types they had and I was like oh this is so awkward <laughs> but he was sweet about it oh uh, well yeah I mean I used to work in, in, in a pharmacy and so you're used to that people would come in looking for contraceptives and it was always quite funny you just know you know when someone comes in what they're looking for nothing to do with demographic I have to, and on a genuinely like you get all sorts of people coming in looking for the same things but it's just you just know because of their, their awkwardness they'll often like snake down all the aisles but they know where they want to go they just don't yeah. want to get there too quickly 
<laughs> I was about to say something really rude. <laughs> I was going to be like, has someone ever bought something that really surprised you? Like a tiny person and then they whack on an XXL, you know, onto the counter and you're like, really, bro? Really? <laughs> Uh, no, I, I actually think people are more modest than that, actually, if I'm being honest. I mean, I'm not a psychologist, but my, uh, again, intuition says that I, I think people are more intuitive, uh, more... Um, Embarrassed. Uh, modest, yeah. actually. Oh. Yeah, they, rather than they err on the side of caution, which oh. I think is good, it's good, for, good for society. I thought, you meant, I thought you meant modest in the sense that they wouldn't buy it or they'd like put it into a pile of stuff rather than get one thing. Yeah, no, let's say they go for the nano rather than the I classic. I see, I see. That's really interesting. <laughs> I'll be honest, I do feel I do feel like I look at generations now and I feel that's what makes me feel most old is where, you know, you know, growing up, you, ha- you, you must have at least one relative or friend, family friend or something who sort of scorns when you do certain things. They're like, oh, I remember the yeah. day when. And you always think, you know, I'm never going to be like that. I'm going to be really hip mm. and down to earth. But I feel like I've definitely hit that point maybe in the last couple of years you know taking into account lockdown um where i genuinely scorn upon certain the behaviors of the the youth of of today (laughs) and yeah and it wasn't it wasn't not that long ago that i was sort of gallivanting around university and i don't think oh i've been there done that kind of thing like i would go back to university and i would do it all over again but there's certain things that i'm like yeah i i can't get on board Mm. with that i went on a walk earlier mentioned it's actually gorgeous outside so get outside if you haven't been today but I walked past this girl and she, I don't know what, I'm honestly, I sound so old. I don't know what the youth of today's obsession is with speaking like on their phone, but on speaker. Am I the only one? Oh, I do that. But that's because my phone, the earpiece broke and that was the only way to use oh, the but phone. She, I don't know if this is normal or I'm just really fuddy duddy, but she was like yelling into her speaker and she went, yeah, I'll meet you by the tennis court. Yeah, fam. Yeah, all right. All right. And I was just like, <laughs> why? Just, just say, just like, oh. So many questions. Uh, you just did a Chewbacca. <laughs> what was that? It's uh, just <laughs> frustration. That's what Chewbacca does when Han Solo, <laughs> spoiler, dies. Great. So first I get the ugly doppelganger and now I get referred to as Chewbacca. <laughs> and, that's, and as we've established, I, I look on the exotic side when I'm comparing people. The listeners don't really have much to go off in terms of what we look like. So I'm painting the prettiest picture. Yeah, I was thinking this. I feel like I'm. Re- I feel like people think I look very different. They probably think I'm this like hunk of monk, but actually I'm. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> what? What's a hunk of monk? <laughs> it's a heap show. Oh, okay. <laughs> if the shoe fits. Uh, no comment. I really don't know what they they think. Maybe they. Sometimes people say my voice is nice, which is obviously a nice thing to hear. But when I listen back, I hear myself and I'm like, ah, tone it up. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's that's kind of wrapped up our rant on aging, De- derailed. So we we've uh, debunked aging. Um, no, what's the opposite of debunking? We've bunked aging. It exists. <laughs> it it happens. It's uh. So for the first time ever, Moto has actually been able to concretely discover something, and that is aging. <laughs> <laughs> I have a challenge for the listeners before we wrap a doodle up. What think really, really, like really hard about not aging <laughs> and start aging backwards and let us know. <laughs> yeah, I just read this article. There's not really much to it, but it was just, I was captured by the headline, which is, it's an economist article. It says, aging can be cured and in part it soon will be. That is Andrew Still's thesis in Ageless. Mm. It's basically a book about this guy who thinks that, you know, there's no reason to sort of age. This has got 
very Benjamin Benjamin Button vibes to it. Philip Roth, it says, old age is a massacre. (laughs) It's not a massacre though. Like life is literally, everyone says life is short, but life is literally the longest thing any of us will ever experience. So like experience it, you know, it's not a massacre or a curse. Philip, I would say that to you, sir. (laughs) But I was going to say people are obsessed with not looking old. The amount of money that is pumped into the skincare industry to like buy products to reduce wrinkles or reduce bags or whatever it is and like it's crazy how much money goes into it and what's the scarier thing is like to what extent does it does it work because I feel like it's so timeless the like debate about or the 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 goal to look Mm. young in fact aging is a good thing but looking young is is people want both don't they yeah maybe we say this because we've only ever been young so far so we haven't actually felt what it's like to get those wrinkles and to then be like oh no (laughs) (laughs) yeah i was just gonna i've just remembered of when one time i went into the body shop and there was this guy like i think you know i i have quite a minimalist skin routine on my face at least and I went. remember going to the body shop with someone else. They had a voucher to spend and they wanted to get some products from there. And I just got talking to the guy because as, uh, as as they always do, they come over and they're like, you know, they won't tell you <laughs> you've got bad skin. They try and subtly say you've got great skin, but if you want to keep it that way, you should do X, Y, and Z. And this guy, he was like, you need to do this, this, this. They gave me all these samples. And there's like at least three stages in like every good skin routine. And... I mean, I'm not going to lie. This guy was the greasiest guy I've ever seen. <laughs> I just couldn't. I was just looking at him the whole time thinking, is this what you use? Because I think I'm just going to stick to some H2O. <laughs> what a hypocrite. <laughs> and he also then said as well, the thing that resonated more was not the products that he tried to sell me. But he said, oh, you know, I, it's impossible basically to keep good skin without using products. And he went, except this one lady that came in and she had the best skin I've ever seen. And she said that her trick is she only washes her face with water. She doesn't use anything else. Mm. And I'll be honest. Since then, all I've done is wash my face with water. Occasionally, I'll use, a, you know, some kind of like a moisturizer yeah. or something. But I think that works for me. I think everyone's got their own needs. And I think it's important to use the right product, not the best-selling product. Well, I get, I get really, the listeners are shocked now. I, they did not expect skincare advice, but now they've got it and they're walking away happy. I didn't expect it. <laughs> what have I branded myself as? A skincare expert. <laughs> I have quite a... I have quite a minimalistic skincare routine, but I do like the routine I've got going. I do. It's fun. And I also, I think I like doing it more than the actual, because it's good for your skincare. It's just fun to like massage it into your face. Right. We really have gone on a tangent now. So let me set the (laughs) challenge and we will let you go. Shalange. What's the shalange? I thought you were saying shalong and I was like, no, keep the PG. (laughs) So the challenge, it's a crossword because I thought, why not keep it in theme with feeling old and what's older than crosswords? Are you just going to read out? Are you going to be like, right, imagine there's seven <laughs> boxes going right. You've got to get a pen, get a pen and paper. There's seven boxes right. Do the whole ten crossword. <laughs> ten across, anyone? Anyone for ten across? Um, no, it's just one. And I thought, why not have something celebratory? And that is crossword challenge. How to congratulate someone. Four words, 12 letters. No Googling. If you get it right, Moto will will do the thing that the answer is for you. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so shady. And a bonus point if you can if you can summarise what Mahini just said in one word. <laughs> Crazy. Lunatic. <laughs> that was two words. All of the above. 
Okay, guys, I'm calling it TOD. Do I have to say what that is now, or do I, I think our listeners just get it? They, they get it. They know what we're saying. So, for the first time, I promise I'm not going to do anything weird when we end. Normally, I say something silly, but... Uh, all right, see you next time on Moto, the podcast. Bye-bye. Bye. bye, bye. <laughs>